You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. the show you are now listening to wake the flock up with concept 714 and with me is no one there's no one here but you and wow, me bro that's oh my bad wait hold on <laughs> i'm getting him so we usually we got rain who is our co-host rain's busy doing whatever she is uh the intern x went to go get some drinks so he's not here shout D- out to x D- dj dips is here but he's doing his own shit so it's just <laughs> me and our guests for tonight Prince is here. What's up, man? What's up? Not, not the artist formerly known as Prince. I want to make that distinction. Yeah, not Prince. Because that would be a huge get for me. Not that I wouldn't have <laughs> Prince on. Like, did I constantly have Prince? I'm like, yeah, I did. Stop, stop at Prince. They're like, no, Prince no. is a man. Not speaking is about he? myself. Not is, is he the man? He's the man. A lot of people give him credit for a lot of things, but I don't. Is he? Is he the? Is nah, he? he's the. He started doing shit that you couldn't do before. You know, it was cool to do. He was doing shit that wasn't acceptable to do before it was like acceptable to like do. Like what? Like the whole the blouse thing. It's still not acceptable to fucking do. I mean, Young Thug does it, and it's acceptable because yeah. he makes good music. And Prince did the same is thing. It, is it accept just because you make good music, you can dress however you want? It's good. I think if you're a music artist, and as long as you do music good, I feel like anything else that isn't bigger <laughs> than music is kind of okay. So it's like you can be a good artist but be a rapist, but you could be a good artist and dress weird. What about R. Kelly? R. Kelly is like a legitimate child of rapist, and he makes people still buy tickets to his shit. R. Kelly is the one thing that I still, I still like. I sit back and I'm like, how the fuck does this man still have a career? R. Kelly wasn't convicted, but R. Kelly's on video fucking a 15 year old. Supposedly. No, no, you. I've seen the video. But he didn't confirm it was him, and nobody can confirm. No, he said it was his brother. But it's R. Kelly, like. It is what it is. It's not a clone of R. Kelly. R. Kelly's brother's not even like his twin brother. It's not even like, yo, his brother's <laughs> like four years older than him. It's not like a twin that looks exactly like R. Kelly. Still, still. No, why Why can't we admit that that's R. Kelly? I mean... Because he can sing good. But the thing is, black people know it's, it's R. Kelly. But until he's formally convicted of it, then he kind of okay. is innocent. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> it's like, you know, a bunch... Like, you, have, you probably have friends that are murderers. But oh, until, uh, until, you know, they get convicted for murder... You know, you're not going to openly admit to anybody that he's a murderer. Wow. Uh, I don't know if I have any friends that are murderers. I know I do. That have like murdered or killed. I think you can you can kind of make a divvy a difference. What's, what would you say the difference between murder and kill would be? Well, murder is kind of done with, uh, I would say, a little bit of like pre-thought and like ill will. Okay. And, right? ki- and killed and killing you could be a soldier and you'd have to kill someone and that wasn't like you're there to like murder but you're there to protect or save that, you could be a cop and have killed someone okay, or you could have ran somebody over an accident valid, and very killed valid someone. Point. okay but i know people that have done both i could say the same person did both or not the same person <laughs> okay not the same person but i'm sure this the same person that have done both before ah uh, 
It's not unlikely to accidentally kill someone and then intentionally kill someone. Yeah, it's like it could be a drug dealer, like somebody, you know, tried to run up on him. He shot him. He was protecting himself. And then another dude that just, you know, tried. The guy that tried to. <laughs> you know, so the guy that ran up on him had a friend. So he killed the guy that ran up on him and accidentally killed the other guy. Nah, not, not like that. Okay. Not like that. <laughs> well, see, see what I'm saying? Murder is done with, with, with the intentions of taking life. Okay. But I think you can accidentally kill. But what I'm trying to say is, uh, and then, this is good. Okay. I'm, I don't hold you accountable for the entire black race. I don't do that. But, 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 but it is, I think, important. And I don't think people talk about this. And, and I'll tell you what, and I'll tell you what. It's not popular. Right. And, uh-huh. and, and, the, and the thing is, uh, the black culture, the black man, the black, the black guy. Yeah. Like it's always like the cool guy in the room for some reason. Like the black guy's always like, oh, the, the black guy's a cool guy. Because black people are just cool in general. Right. Where well, I get that. And uh-huh. I'm, I'm with it. But uh, society has because not only do, do black people deem themselves cool. And so now people accredit them as being the cool. Like Obama is like the cool black guy. You know what but, I'm That's why he got voted in. But Obama portrays himself to, I mean, you kind of carry yourself to be cool. I know pe- I know black people that aren't cool, and I know black people that are super corny. Right, but I'm, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, uh, at least in, in the culture, in society, kind of like, I want to go maybe seven out of ten black dudes or the cool dudes in, in the crowd. So what I'm saying is okay. this. Okay. I'm not just saying this. I'm saying this. Um, but I think black uh, society, and I'm sure other societies do too, but you guys are very prevalent. Like you guys are very upfront and like blunt about it. Yeah. You guys don't really like. Okay, I'll tell you what it is. You mentioned the Slim Thug or Young yeah, Thug. Young Thug. thug yeah. yeah. Young Thug. Uh, young Thug can do whatever the fuck he wants, right? But uh-huh. if I go like, oh, you know what? Fuck Young Thug, man. That's just bullshit. You'd be like, yo, he could do what he wants. Young black man getting paid, more power to him. Like that's the way the black community sees a black guy that does anything. That's why, dude, a Not white guy could never be young thug. A white guy could never dress in drags and in things and then be still if be he, cool. If he was actually good at whatever he was doing aside nah, from that, nah, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. But look at look at you know you can say that, dude. What he does is nobody bl- ever comes at Eminem for being white. You never like. I feel like even in the back of our now, head, in the back of my mind, kind of Eminem is not even white in the back of well, my mind. Well, like, kind of like, but he, you're, you see, he's again, like blackish. We bring it up in oh, Eminem, Jay Z. These these are the exceptions to to all the rules to whatever all rules because Eminem in particular, his skill set surpasses everything. You could never say Eminem is not good at what he does, but, but Eminem is so good at what he does that the fact that he's white. Doesn't fucking matter at exactly. all. Exactly, but if, imagine if other white people were just as good at what they decided to do, then nobody would care if they were white because they'd but be they're good. Not. But exactly, that's the problem. No, but what I'm saying is, uh, there could not be a, like the closest to white slim thug would be like Riff Raff. just this completely out of just crazy dress and crazy acting dude. But but do you think Riff Raff is good? I don't think he's that good. I don't think Slim does that good. I really don't even. I I don't think I I can. I would I wouldn't want to listen to a Slim Thug song. Like it doesn't. He, it, you I know, just, Slim Thug and Young Thug are two different people, right? Slim well, who Thug are is, we talking about here? We're talking about Young Thug. Young, Slim Thug is from Texas. No, I like Slim Thug. I like, like Slim the Thug Texas too. guy. He's dope. Yeah. I don't like Young Thug. Young Thug. I think Young Thug is dope. He's different. He's he's he kind of reminds me of like Lil Wayne before you know. No, because even Little Wayne, Wayne never reached that level of nah, fe- femininity. He, 
in the way he acts and dresses. He's has. He kissed a man on video. Right. Okay. That I'll give you that. One. That's <laughs> it. That's like <laughs> I've never seen Young Thug kiss anybody. Young Thug might have said some crazy shit. He might have called dude Bay and lover. Yeah. But I've never seen him kiss another man in the mouth. But why call someone babe and lover? Because it's a strategy. It's a marketing. It's a marketing. Strategy. That's what I'm saying. Why isn't strategy. he called out on it? Because he's black. No, he's called out. You can't out. He's say called, nothing. Like right now, there's this. He does get called out on it. But by, by not by black people. Yes, he does. No. I there's no a, one. There's no black. I had an argument about this with my one of my best friends the okay. other day. Okay, but what was the argument? The argument was, do I think Young Thug is gay? Like actually gay? Like a homosexual? Like a homosexual. And your thoughts? And I said, absolutely not. You think and he's he was a straight like, dude? Absolutely. 100%. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because he does, I think everything he does, there's a particular reason for it. Like the fact that he comes out and says, I wear women's clothes. Like, mind you, he's a fairly skinny dude anyway. So maybe women's clothes are the only clothes that fits the way he likes them. I'm not saying that justifies why he wears women's clothes, but does that make him gay? Okay. No. Because I know people that wore women's clothes before too. But it makes him somebody without standards. Without morals, it makes him a man. How does he not have morals? How what because he mor- he's willing to say these things just to get paid. He's willing to forfeit his manhood for money. Isn't that the ultimate? Uh, isn't that the what we use? We we men base other men on that. There's things that straight men just won't do, and that if you cross that line, you've automatically given up a part of your manlyhood. You, dude, you can't go, hey, I'm straight, but I'll suck a dick for 20 bucks. But I'm fucking straight, yo. Nah, that's completely Why? different, though. But him- for money, I'm sacrificing my manhood, which is what he's doing by dressing up as a female, calling dudes lovers. Well, I feel like, like I feel ex- like part of that might have to do with where he's from, because you never know the slang. Unless you're from where he's from, you don't know the type of slang they use over there. So they could be saying a bunch of crazy. Where's he from? Like Atlanta, some shit like that. So in Atlanta, you're telling me the hardcore thugs call each other lovers? I don't know. Maybe Probably I don't know. Not. Maybe I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Not, get I would. Guess. I would. I would shy towards no. But maybe you never know. <laughs> wow, guess I'm not uh, one to. I'm, you gonna, know. I'm gonna bet twenty bucks at that. And even aside that. from the fact that he does shit mm-hmm. like that, I enjoy his music. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it the type of music I would make? Mm-hmm. No. Why not? Because it's not my thing. Yeah. It's not who I am as a person. Right. Like that right. that guy, that persona he yeah. portrays is not yeah. me. But th- does, but it's, 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 it's get... entertaining, which is what music. Shouldn't he get some, some, some kind of clash back on the fact that he's willing to do this? I feel things? like he does. I mean, is it big enough to to make a difference to him? Probably not. But right. he does get. I'm I'm sure he gets something. I'm sure. And the way the internet works these days, I'm sure he can go on any website and read some crazy shit about himself. Right. But uh, but the the, the thing is, is that the day the minute we stop backing these kind of people, these these type of people that are like. Uh, just willing to do whatever it takes to make money and making that okay, dude. It's not okay to do whatever it takes to get rich. It's course, not. I don't. I don't think so. But people think. still uh, back that. They're still because if they didn't back it, they wouldn't buy his shit. But people buy his shit, obviously. So I mean, it's like we need to do something. You got to be. Hey, you you need to have standards and morals and the way you portray and act yourself. I, I get. I get that because I'm not not saying that I'm around your age, but yeah. I've growing up around people your age most of my life. Yeah. But what I think it has to do with more now just people just want to be entertained. Anything people can find that'll entertain them, they're going to, you know, attach to it, like to it, you know, make some kind of recognition of it. Yeah. So, so they're like, all right, well, you know, 
Yeah. It's entertaining. I'm entertained. So, yeah. you know, people are going to go buy, people are going to go buy a ticket to a show that it might not be, you know, the most substantial, you know, piece of music they can listen to, but they're going to go to the show and be entertained. And you, that's what they're paying for. They're paying for the entertainment as opposed to back in the day when people paid for like what they liked and people paid to, you know, see like art depending like, you know, the people had a certain standard for art back in the day. And people paid to see that. But right. now people just want to be entertained. Anything that's funny, anything that entertains people, they want to see. I just think, like that's why I like the shade rooms, the world stars, the media takeouts. That's why they get so much attention to what they do because it's entertaining. Not necessarily will it, you know, increase your I, IQ. I, it's Absolutely like I want to see what this person is willing to do for either money or fame or whatever. And that's the entertainment. I get it. Yeah. But you know what's happening is we're cannibalizing on our own society, we're preying on the weakest morally uh, uh, to people. Like the people that have the the least morals, those are our entertainment value now. That's why there's that's why porn is such a huge industry <laughs> because we're willing to pay to see people degrade themselves to any level. So what does that Random say facts, about you? I've never paid to see porn in my life. Right, you're so. not of that age. <laughs> but but those but what I mean by this is those porn shows are getting paid, bro. They're not doing it for free. So where's the money coming from? I'm sure they're getting paid. Some, but I'm not yeah, paying for it. But who is them? And how are they getting paid? The, the desperate of the desperate people. No, someone the, is paying, and someone is paying the people to pay them. Money. But it's it's some weirdo that's probably paying for porn. Somebody who yeah. has really like a serious problem right. is paying for porn. Yeah. Somebody who casually watches porn isn't going to pay for it because like I can get that shit for free. <laughs> Just like the same person is not <laughs> same person who casually listens to an artist isn't going to go buy that artist's album because they can listen to it for free. Right. Uh, but it's so it's the people that are really into it that are paying for it. It's just a, yeah. But you know who's really doing it? It's a sponsor. So like, they go to like uh, uh, cock gobblers.com or whatever you go to. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, the, they're, they're, they're getting money from penis enlargement pills or fleshlight. Buy one now. <laughs> Damn. X got a facial of Corona right now. Uh, you know, I have a bottle opener on my keychain. I'm an alcoholic is what I do. Um, Man. No. Hey, Prince, but I, can you have me my phone X, please? I want to play some for Prince. Okay. And you tell me your honest opinion because I'm going to tell you mine. Okay. And I know that's what we're about. I know it's impossible. Okay. But I want you to not answer as a black man. Answer as a man. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Because if we start going, oh, well, I don't know what it's like because I'm Mexican. I'll never know the black. We're going to get into all kinds of stuff. I would, I don't even, I'd even, if you would have never told me you were Mexican, I would have thought you were black. So now he's like, oh, burn. Like, no, nah. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, based on your. I got black a lot. I got, I used to get Ice Cube a lot when I was young. I don't, I don't judge people on, you know, I feel like your blackness. What? I swear people used to be like, <laughs> when I was a kid, was like, dude, you look just like Ice Cube. I was like. Maybe back then. I don't see it yeah, now. Yeah, maybe though. back then. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. Now the eyebrows are nah, too Nah, black is black to Okay. Me. I'm gonna uh so Stacy Dash is on Fox News. Oh, you're talking about the shit, the BT shit? You know, did you hear exactly what she said? I didn't hear what she said, but okay. I um So you gotta hear what she said exactly. And I'm gonna I'll play it on the episode. Okay. Uh so but I'm gonna try to play it through the microphone so people can hear it. Okay. But I'll replace the audio on the on the microphone on the All episode, right, cool. okay? So I definitely wanna hear this because so, so um she's they're asking Stacy Dash 
Oh, you can plug it in? Perfect. So they're asking Stacey Dash about the boycott. So Jada Pinkett Smith and... Um, and Will Smith wanted no, to... Spike Lee. Oh, Spike wanted to boycott the when Oscars. Really, yeah, they, there's not enough black people being nominated. Not enough black people being nominated. So they're like, we're going to boycott it. We're going to boycott it. Which to me is bullshit. But, but uh, let's see what Stacey Dash, a black actress in Hollywood, has to say and what her opinion is about it, okay? Okay. Actress and Fox News contributor Stacey Dash. Stacey, good morning to you. Good morning. Well, what do you think about this? I think it's ludicrous. Why? Because we have to make up our minds. Either we want to have segregation or integration. And if we don't want segregation, then we need to get rid of channels like BET and the BET Awards and the Image Awards, where you're only awarded if you're black. If it were the other way around, we would be up in arms. It's a double standard. So you say there shouldn't be a BET channel? No, I don't think so, no. Just like there shouldn't be a Black History Month. You know, we're Americans, period. That's it. Are you saying there shouldn't be a Black History Month because there isn't a White History Month? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> your eyes went, uh, two times. Yeah. But again, I think you're responding with, uh, maybe a justified uh, uh, disbelief, right? And, and, it's, and, and this is what she said. She goes, we can't have it both ways. We either want separation or integration, which okay. means <clears throat> we're either all Americans or let's fucking break off and Mexicans stay there, blacks stay here, Asians stay there, and let's, let's fucking stop bullshitting and, and do it. Yeah. Because if we have a BET, which she goes, that's why I don't think there should be a BET. And your eyes went like, whoa. But what she's saying is, if there was a, a WET, white entertainment television, it wouldn't last two minutes up. If there was, if there was just, you know, because, uh, oh, how, how could you know? You need to, it, there would be people, you need to have black people on your channel. You can't do this. But, but we can have a BET, though. right? And she's saying we shouldn't have a Black History Month for the same reason. We're Americans or are we not Americans? Are we all going to be one people or are we going to start separating each other and why is there a mexican uh a month or okay. an asian month or uh, australian we're all americans so they should be like each month should be dedicated to one thing or no month should be dedicated to nothing right i get what she's saying mm -hmm. so the reason why my eyes kind of lit up because the whole i get i'm i'm a firm believer in like fuck double standards like yeah you know i want to I don't care, you know, if a chick has sex with like 10 dudes, because yeah. if a dude has sex with 10 girls, then, you know, it's whatever. Right. So I don't really believe in double standards. Right. But, you know, I think it's kind of like there, there is a white entertainment television. Just because it isn't called, you know, you know, WET doesn't mean it doesn't exist. But I mean, I get what she's saying. I get her point. But the whole Oscar thing is kind of bigger than, you know, her point her point the point of like why they're boycotting the oscars is because because i guess black artists feel like they're well black actors feel like they're not getting the credit they deserve for these major categories right and to say that is you know not justified you know is because it kind of isn't justified that they are nominated for at least one you know at least one black because there were very good black movies this year there was 
So to, for there not to be one, right? And let's say whatever the reason may be, like it came out after a certain point, yeah. blah blah blah. There had to be at least one that could fit into any of these categories okay. that were really good. So the fact that there isn't one, and then the fact that it's a two second year in a row, is kind of like, all right, well, this is kind of unfair, right? But you know, I get what she's saying. In the whole, I I understand her argument. She has a very valid argument, but it just doesn't pertain to. To it wasn't the right argument for this because uh, okay. it's kind of unfair for the situation. Okay, <clears throat> so if if we're looking at it uh, uh, historically, right? Okay, uh, there was uh, like an actress in like in the forties or fifties, I think, a black actress who was nominated for an award. Mm-hmm. And the weird thing was that she was nominated and she wasn't even allowed in the building. Right? That's crazy. So there's there's these strides that that has happened. Of right? course, of course, there's o- strides everywhere. Oprah is one of the richest people on the planet, and she's black, female, black, very female. true. But again, these are the exceptions, right? These are like the one people, the one person. <clears throat> now, what it was there any black uh, uh, appearances or anyone that you think should have gotten the award? For this year? Yeah. I mean, from what I'm hearing, I didn't see the movie myself, but Will Smith and Concussion, I heard, was outstanding. From Why what I've heard. Laughing? Yeah, yeah, I know. That I'm saying from what I've heard. Right. I think you But you could have sucked. I think the dude That one person could have lied to you. True, you're right. But I'm saying the grand <laughs> consensus is exactly. that he did good. But here's the thing with that too. Dude, uh that movie got very little promo. That movie got very little thing because Will Smith, being Will Smith, did the movie. But he didn't really want to piss a lot of fucking people off, Bert, which is yeah. what's wrong with Will Smith's career. He does very <laughs> soft movies. He was offered, I mean, he was offered the Django a role and turned it down. I heard, I heard about that. So, uh, see, he's very soft in his roles that he picks, Hitch and Hancock and all because, this shit because he knows he has a certain demographic, right? But why? But he did concussion, dude. I didn't see. Any, did you see any concussion commercials? Yeah, the, the, did the you see him, look, what? The commercial looked super corny. I'm not gonna lie. That's right. why I didn't go see it because the commercial looked like, right. Corny so he as did fuck. it strictly for the Oscar nomination. Tell them the truth. I couldn't take that seriously. <laughs> Every time I see it, I laugh. So, so it's like, uh, but but getting back to what's saying, uh, yes, maybe there are two separate arguments, and um, maybe boycotting. Uh, is the only way that they could see it actually I feel help? Like that's or? like black people's answer to everything. Like, we don't like this. We're going to boycott it. Yeah. Like, you know who should boycott the um, Oscars? Fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, until he wins. Motherfucking best. I think he's the best actor on the planet. Right. Hands down <laughs> over everybody. And right. he hasn't won one. And he's had a million and one great roles and has never won one. Like, you're telling me, like, there's probably a million fucking D-list actors that probably have at least one. And you're telling me that the fucking peak of acting, yeah. you know, the best actor. I think he's I think he's literally the best actor in the history of actors, period. Right. Yeah. He's I think he's every single there. movie I've seen him in, he has been the, the thing outstanding. With, with, his work is always good. The always. movie might not be good. The movie might not have been written well or whatever, but his role is but always exactly. done fantastic. Exactly. Now, so he should if, boycott that. Can shit. you imagine? What if Leonardo DiCaprio was black? Oh, he definitely wouldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, didn't didn't uh, the one with Common win just last year? They won the Common Oscar. one, one Common Common and uh, John Legend. I they think won a fucking won. Oscar last year, right? Fucking didn't. Um, so where's Three Six Mafia won an Oscar? So what are we complaining about here? 
What, three, this year alone? Juicy J has an Oscar sitting in his living room. <laughs> for, you know, for like for like the worst song ever written. Three Six Mafia has for, an Oscar. Uh, it's hard out here for a pimp. Three Six Mafia has an Oscar. So do Oscars really mean that much to begin? I mean, probably not, but <laughs> black people shouldn't really be that upset. I mean, I don't, I don't, Oscars, all awards these days are popularity contest right. they don't mean shit about you know they don't have anything that dictates skill it doesn't recognize you know plus look uh, look denzel uh was he in a movie this year i, I think denzel's only i think denzel's first oscar was training day uh, and he had to play a crooked cop but he that was but no shit. but he played the shit out of that now he did but that's the but my whole thing is like you know like juicy j has one for it's hard out here to be a pimp something derogatory you know something that's not the greatest thing to be in life. You know, Denzel had to be a crooked ass cop to get one. So you know, now, so now, these uh, black people are winning, winning Oscar. an Oscar is not enough. Now they have to win it for a certain reason. Minus, to minus, be John, Legend and, minus John Legend and Common last year, which was like the anomaly to right. all of this. Most probably, if you look up all black people that probably won Oscars, they're probably for like some fucked up role like <laughs> Halle Berry. Did Halle Berry win an Oscar for being. And like, what's that fucking movie, Monster Ball, when she was getting like fucked by a white dude or some shit like wow. that? Uh, and she, did she win an Oscar for that? Prince, some Prince, crazy Prince, shit, right? Prince, Prince, you didn't, nobody Prince, thinks about you that. You can't though. be Prince. You can't be like. Uh, you can't be like. Um, you can't be like, yo, we want we want black people to win Oscars. Okay, cool. And then some win it. You're like, oh no, 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 but not for those roles. We want them to win for these roles. You can't. You can't I mean, do I, that, bro. To be because honest, I don't also, care who wins dude, Oscars. they 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 chose the roles. Like, no one forced her to fuck Billy Bob Thornton. She read the paper. She f- took the, on the role. So blame Halle Berry for that. Because she probably took it because she's like, yo, I might get an Oscar for this shit. This is some crazy shit. Again, <laughs> again, that's when judging people for the decisions that they make in order to win or get something needs to come into play. You need to be like, no, fuck you, Halle Berry. You shouldn't have done the role. Yes, I mean, if I was her, I would have said so. If ja- so if, if, if Jamie Foxx won an Oscar for Django, where he played a slave, it'd have been like, oh, fuck that. That's bullshit. Why do you want it for playing a slave? What? What? Really? I mean, personally. It couldn't have been that he did such a good job. But my whole thing is, it doesn't, the reason why they got the Oscar uh-huh. doesn't really matter to you. I'm just pointing out the fact that the people that have won Oscars yeah. have been for certain reasons and it's been based for on acting. Acting and the, I That's feel like, the, Oscars I feel for, like the role has a little bit to do with it too. You think so? Because maybe black people are great at playing pimps. Maybe black people are great at being okay. crooked cops. Right. In movies, maybe that's just something that comes natural. Maybe Denzel knew so many crooked cops that when they said, yo, we want you to be a crooked cop, he's like, all right, well, I know X and X and, right. you know, I'm going to just embody their mentalities and put it into this role and I want to ask so how's that anyone's fault but it's nobody's fault I'm just saying but then you got to remember who picks the winners for these awards right and that's why they get them for these certain roles I'm not I'm not knocking any of the acting every Oscar every actor that wins an Oscar probably had an amazing role or did you know a a better job than everybody else who was nominated just just for that so it's not knocking them it's more knocking the people who are picking these people to win the awards for these certain roles because there's kind of like a trend to it. And maybe and when I go home, I'm gonna look this shit up and just yeah. you know see how <laughs> how this lines up. I'm gonna look up all black Oscar winners and right. then see the roles they won it for. Because yeah. I'm telling you, there's probably a trend for that shit. You think you think that the only way they can win it is, but then what are you doing? You're thinking back, or do you, it's a conspiracy. 
Because now you're now you're saying that they're getting chosen because uh, they're playing bad roles, and then whoever picks them wants to. I'm not. Uh, Say that this is the only rose the black people are good for, so let's give them an award. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a conspiracy theorist kind of person. You know, I don't. I mean, of course, I believe that there's some that exist, but I'm not one to like live my life saying, you know. Do you think this is one of them? Could be. I, I I wouldn't. I would not put it past, you know, the world. Just because they don't like them. Isn't it's it a lot to do just because I don't like them? Because if you really didn't like them, just give them zero Oscars. I wouldn't right? say that it's because they didn't like them, but I feel like it's a everybody you know takes in certain things subconsciously, whether you want to admit to it or not. Like you see things as a kid, yeah, and it kind of you don't think anything of it now, but it kind of affects how you go about living your life. So people see these dudes winning for these roles, mm-hmm. and subconsciously they're like, oh, well, you know it's cool to be this guy or you know this guy played this guy and did good and maybe mm. i should play this guy because something good might happen for me right and you so don't realize you black don't realize Oscar, black actors going after certain roles only sometimes i feel like black i feel like black actors are more selective with some of the roles they pick for themselves because they don't want to be portrayed in a certain light mm-hmm. or they do want to be portrayed in a certain light and they pick that role for that reason too. Mm. So, I mean, everything, there's a subconscious reason for everything. Sure. And it just, you know, yeah, you kind of just have to sort of see a pattern. And if you decide to like acknowledge the pattern, then you can, if not, you can just say, Oh, this Prince is fucking crazy. He's just, <laughs> he's just talking some bullshit, no. but there's a, there's a pattern <laughs> and reason for uh, things that we don't know. And you can't really necessarily, you know what explain. I hate? I hate excuses. It's not an excuse. No, that's, I'm not saying. Okay. You. I'm saying in general. I, I hate excuses. I hate reasons why you didn't do this. Or I hate when people say like, oh, if only he hadn't done this and I would be able to do that. If I, and I hate that because to me, it's like, dude, this is uh, 2016, bro. You know like, what's funny? Don't give me that shit of like, well, they don't have access to an education. Well, they fucking have phones. And on your phone is every single book that was ever written. They have access to all the information on the planet. Oh, they don't have time to make lunch for the kids in the morning. A peanut butter sandwich takes five seconds to make to your fucking kid. Don't give me this shit of like, I don't have time so the school better feed them and now you're mad because the school's not feeding your kids. Like, no, 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 bitch. It's your kid, right? (laughs) Wake up an extra 15 minutes, make a sandwich, then send your kid off to school. Like, dude, I'm tired of, I I hate these excuses because um, I I have to put up with everything else that life comes to me and I don't have the luxury or even the will to be like, oh man, if I wasn't Mexican. Fuck! If you I know. wasn't Mexican, I would I would be sway, or I would be this. But oh, it's because I'm Mexican, man. Try to keep me down. It's like no, dude, because I haven't gotten there. Because he's working harder. He's doing more than me. Think that first. People, people usually use excuses to, to sort of not fault themselves for their shortcomings. I was right. actually talking to um, him down there about yeah. it, about the um the whole Illuminati thing. Oh, people these days I'm not not to go deep into right, this right, crazy right. shit that uh, people talk about but the biggest thing was like people use the Ill- Illuminati as an excuse to why they aren't successful they're like you know this person decided to do this and this is why they're successful as opposed to me why I'm not successful because I didn't want to do the same shit that they did and I feel like do I think the Illuminati is real like is there some 
big governing body that nobody knows that controls like 90% of the shit that goes on in the world? Absolutely. But um Oh yeah, you don't want to hear take it. What I what I say what I say that, you know, people are selling their souls to, you know, be rich and famous and shit? No. But that's the like that's the whole excuse thing. Like people are like, oh, you know, Jay Z is famous because, you know, he sold his soul to the Illuminati and now he does everything he wants. And it's like, no, no, bitch. Like Jay Z worked fucking hard. You're just a lazy bitch that didn't want to do shit. And mm-hmm. now, you know, you're reaping the benefits of your nothingness. Right. So it's don't blame Jay Z for going out and getting it as opposed to you and, who is sitting and on look, your ass. I understand there's there's white privilege. I get it. There's uh, there is racism. I, this I, white privilege. I, this I, black privilege. Thank you. There's, there's a black privilege. There's white privilege. There's black privilege. There's Asian. But the privilege that's the biggest and surpasses everything is rich. Yep. If you're a rich guy and you're black, you're good. Absolutely. If, you, if you're a poor guy and you're white, fuck you. Get out of here. Poor. And these are other white people. I'll tell of you that. Like, Yo, help. Of course. That's but. But people fail to acknowledge it. But I think people use like terms like Illuminati and the man and da-da, and they really mean white people. Yeah. Like that's really what they mean. It's like white people are doing this. White people are doing that. And it's like, dude, stop, stop with that shit, dog. Because first, it's not getting you anywhere. <laughs> of course not. It's not getting. One, it's not getting anywhere. That's like the biggest thing. It doesn't and they help don't you understand. At all. Yeah, it's not, dude. Billy Bob Thorne fucking what's her name for that movie for her to get that role, bro. Look, it could have been a white actress that done it and she could have got a role if she played it like fucking Halle, Halle Berry, Berry yeah, played it. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Why does it have to be, oh, she had to fuck a white guy to get an Oscar? No, she had to fucking do a great, fantastic job fucking that white guy. Yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> to get the Oscar. But, you know, people don't think like that. People, right. people blame them, people blame everyone else for not getting what they want besides themselves. And that's what I, that's what, the only reason I brought it up is because of that. I'm thinking like, yo, Spike, if you had dropped a dope movie, you'd be nominated too. Exactly. Yeah. Or if exactly. Spike was the only person nominated, he wouldn't turn it down and be like, no, no, fuck no. I'm not going to be, this. why is there only one black guy? Fuck, I'm boycotting. No, he'd be like, oh, no, thank nobody you. Ever does that, Appreciate it. Exactly. You know. So this is hypocritical at its best. People, at best, it's hypocritical and ignorant. At worst, it's just ridiculous. A lot of people are hypocritical because, you know, People are like, oh, fuck the Grammys, but guarantee you, if you nominate, if you got nominated for a Grammy, you'd be happy as fuck. Fuck yeah. So, Who wouldn't be nominated for, you know, you would, you, as an, as an actor, as a musician, as, there's certain things that kind of say you've arrived at a certain level. Yeah. In a Grammy and an Oscar, whether you want to win them or not, if you're nominated, you're going to you be got happy butterflies. Even if you don't win it, people like literally, have themselves announced as Grammy nominated. It's like, it doesn't matter if you win. As long as you were nominated, you still get that kind of recognition. That means that... Somebody thought you were good enough. Yeah, your business, the business that you're in... Exactly. ...thinks you're so good, you're going to get the top award. Exactly. So, but look, uh, I just just (laughs) wanted your opinion on on the matter. Yeah. Have you seen it affect you as a black man in hip-hop? Has I seen what, like racism yeah and is, is it is it something happening is it do you ever take notice of it not really i mean you know you only get you know you only get as much as you put out so mm-hmm. if i'm gonna go do something music related if i'm gonna go out and do it i'm gonna do it to the best of my ability mm-hmm. and usually you know i see decent returns on it not saying that you know it's not saying that you know i'm exactly where i want to be but you know the work is being put forth and mm-hmm. and you know i'm getting acknowledgement of people that. are responding to it exactly what do you think they're responding to 
everything. I feel like nowadays music is, it's not only like music, it's like a whole package. They buy into you as a person, how mm-hmm. you look, mm-hmm. how you dress, mm-hmm. and then music too. kind of coming to terms with it too um you're a product and it's not to like demean anyone down to a product but mm-hmm. you are also a product yeah right? absolutely besides being an artist and besides being a human and or whatever you're still a product and you need to put out a good product to have people come back to you absolutely and if you got good packaging but your interior sucks it's only going to be until they buy it and open it and be like oh this is garbage exactly yeah or vice 100%. versa uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it could, you could deter people from being all sloppy and just like not, but you could be an ill spitter, but no one's going to stay for your set if you look like a bum. Absolutely. You got to find uh, That's 100% true. And I know as far as like shows go, mm-hmm. you can usually know, you usually know if you want to like pay attention to this artist within the first 
30 seconds, I want to say. Right. Give or take. 30 you, seconds to a minute. Okay, so uh, so Prince is sitting there at, oh, at uh, We the West, the airliner. Every <laughs> Shout out to Young Baca. Uh We the West at the airliner, uh, uh, and you're in the outside stage because it's the best stage, of course. Uh, uh, and uh, what makes you stay for this person, Prince? You in particular. Me? Well, you know, obviously the first thing everybody takes in, whether you like want to admit it or not is how this person looks okay what is it about them what is what yeah what are you looking at what, what looking am i looking at? at just you know seeing how this person dresses how they carry themselves when they walk up to the stage how they look when they're on the stage you know kind of whether they look comfortable or not being on the stage because there's plenty of times where i've seen people perform and they walk on the stage and they kind of like you know kind of you kind of question whether they want to be there right and it's like all right well you know you kind of take that in, but you kind of like, all right, well, you that's your initial thing. You're like, all right, I'm going to stay for at least the first few seconds just to see what comes out of this person's mouth. And then you listen to what comes out of their mouth first. And then, you know, usually within the first 30 seconds to, I would say, a minute, and at the longest, one whole song through. Uh-huh. Or one, whatever the first song is. The entire they song? Do, no, no. It's kind of long. I mean, let's say they do like, because no, nobody really ever does, I mean, all right. Never mind. I was going to say people don't do the whole songs all the way through anymore, but a lot of people do. Yeah. But for me, I know within like the first minute, I would say at the longest, the Less first minute, than a minute, I know and, and the that person gets on the stage, right? Okay. And, and uh, vocals in the background, you're already gone. Your your attention is gone, and they don't. People no, don't, there's not. No, there's nothing wrong with vocals in the background. You're as, cool with but vocals. I'm, I'm saying no, not not like the full on track. But if no, it's like you can have your pop, and, or yeah, like you know, that, that's cool. With, but if you walking up and MCs don't understand this, like it frustrates me. First of all, dude, being the host, I go up there and they're like, "Yo, I got my music." Okay, cool. Do they play CDs? Like, dude, ninety nah. percent of the DJs aren't gonna play CDs. I feel like a hundred percent. I feel like you should have number one CDs. You shouldn't bring a CD to a show, right? I feel like you should bring a whole DJ to the show. Like you should bring a DJ with you. Oh, for sure, you should have your own DJ. That's how I feel. But but oh uh, oh, they're like oh okay. Do you have a thumb drive? No, I don't have a. Th- Can they play it off my phone, dude? Like just like amateur as shit. Dog. No lie, I performed off my phone one time, uh-huh. and it was like an absolute emergency. Right, I was like at a show. Um, I'm not gonna say what this is. A but set opened they up. Need, they and, need something yeah, happened, and they yeah. were like, "Yo, can you go up there and kill 15 minutes yeah. for me?" And I was like, "Fuck it, like let's yeah. do it." I had it on my so phone. So this is what I told. That's rapper. the only reason why it's susceptible. If you plan, you can. You should never plan to use your phone as a main. That should never of be your plan. Music. Never, no. ever. Because, dude, poor DJs, dude. You got to see them. Okay, six, four, skip eight, do nine, and then go back to two. Okay. It's like, dude, no, it's not fucking okay. And then, <laughs> and so I tell him, look, carry a USB with you. Thank you. Carry a USB with you on your keychain. Of course. That way, no matter what party you're at, you can rock a set if need be. And only your set, only those four songs that in a row have them prepped, bro. This is your you job. You can do it. You can do, do it if you need to do it. Like, let's say, like, I have shows where I couldn't bring a DJ with me, so I went in my. I went on my computer and like kind of mixed together a performance file that was like however long the set was, like 15 minutes all the way through Uh and you didn't need to, you know, just play the 
play it, it'll end when it ends, and that's when I'm finished. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah. And even that kind of sucks. Invest some time into what you're doing. Is what of I'm course. Saying, right? Of course. That's that's the big. You have to invest time, especially in music, because the return is never instant. Never. Never. And it's and it's never gonna be. It's not. And as much as people see people like they see people they never heard of blown up overnight, like technically, I mean, it wasn't overnight for that person. It might have been overnight for you to recognize it, but right. it definitely wasn't overnight for that person. That's why I tell people like overnight successes don't exist, bro. They don't. The Not way, in music the, anyway. The way it works is that that person had all these, you know, they were unrecognized by you or by the majority. But dude, that person has... a. a Four videos that have over a million views, but like someone somewhere. But you, you know, it's crazy though, because now there's people like that haven't even like ever did a live show that are, yeah, you know, doing their first live show in front of like thousands of people when they first like, you yeah. know, kind of blown up. I would guess the, yeah. the word would be, and because I, I they've blown hilarious. up in front of your eyes, but you've never seen them live because now you got YouTube. But it's it no, it's crazy. Like there's been people that have like literally like never done a show before in their life, and you know. Their first show was like a huge fucking show, sold out show. Yeah. For the first time ever. Yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Addicted to the Good Life. Is here present. People don't yes, know. Yes, yes. Addicted to the Good That's just not his name. His name's not Addicted to the Good Life. He is the CEO of Addicted to the Good Life clothing line. And he was our first sponsor ever on the show. Three, really? Like three years ago. Oh, my cousin from Victorville. That's weird. How'd you get <laughs> Did you Uber here? How expensive was that? <laughs> Shout out to my cousin Ivan. But uh, uh, Addicted to the Good Life is here. They push Addicted to the West Side. You've seen it a lot. Uh, uh, you have. Of course. <laughs> so big shout out to them. Shout out to King's Corner at home. I own uh, uh, yeah, part of King's printing really? now. Really? Yeah. So this is this is where I go to work every day now. So I, I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need that's, some things done. That. So look, I know the struggle of being an artist, and I know getting shirts done. And dude, I used to get robbed and had no idea I was getting robbed. Man, dude, oh my! I got storage for days. I'm saying, and and I was always like, yo, you know what? Like, this, man, it just sucks. Yo, if you don't know any better, people will fuck you, dude. I was getting crazy two dozen shirts. Right, and at the time it seemed reasonable. I guess I didn't know what the fuck shirts were for. Like it was like 190 bucks. What? And I was like, oh, really? Damn, that's expensive, yo. But he's like, yo, bro, that's what they that's know. what they charge everywhere. So I'm, I'm actually giving you a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck. I hate people. And now man. Dips is he like, dude, listen, we could do it for like three dollars, right? Tell him eight. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. But dude, nah, profit, I, I mean, no, I would go to places be like, oh, there yeah. has to be a profit margin somewhere. There has, and that I understand, and that's understandable. But people try to like fucking annihilate you. But then there's the opposite side of that. There's the other side of that, which is, hey, can you do a shirt for? Can you give me three dozen shirts for like fifty bucks? It's like get the fuck out of here, yo. Are you serious? Shit. Like you know, it's like mad hours and paint and labor and other stuff of course. but people I mean, don't has know to be a reasonable trade-off and, and and now you see like uh now that i'm starting to deal with artists directly on this subject i'm starting to see the artists that know their craft and the artists that don't because the first question is and hey, we make sure it's oh, okay okay how much for a dozen shirts and it's like yo first is your logo ready it depends on the logo it depends is on the your color pa- everything depends colors, on something you know. else you know what i'm saying yeah and those are the kind of people people that um, have been around the business long enough. They'll go, okay, well, 
how much for this, how much for that, and what's the total? Give me a pricing sheet, that kind of stuff. I've actually been like learning that stuff recently. Too. You have, yeah, because I'm I'm trying to get you know I'm trying to step my merch game up. Okay, but let's 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 go back a little bit. Uh, where are we from originally? From Brooklyn, New York, baby, East New York. Okay, in the building. Born. Shout out Uncle Murder. Born and raised. Born in Crown Heights, but I was pretty much raised in East New York. Corona Heights. Is that what you said? Corona Heights? No, I was born in Crown Heights. Where's that at? Crown Heights is like, I was born on President Street. President Street between Belmont. No, between Bedford and Franklin. I, do, are these LA streets or these New York nah, streets? Nah, these New York streets. Okay, how am I supposed to know this? Crown Heights, Brooklyn, New York. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I was born. So at. you were, was you were born, born in Brooklyn? I was born in Brooklyn, yeah. How When did you come to the West Coast? I came to the West Coast August of last year. You just got here? Yes. Re- pretty fresh. How do you have been here before? Nah. So you just came and moved here? Uh, I came one weekend. Before, I came one weekend. I came like the July 4th weekend. Yeah. To look at like apartments and places and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I moved the month after. What made you move? Uh, well, part of it, well, the biggest part of it was when I first met my girlfriend, shout out to her, uh, she was like, you know, when we first started dating about, you know, five or six years ago, well, we started dating six years ago, but like, right when we first, first started dating, she was like, um, I don't know about you, but when I graduate college and stuff like that, I want to move to California. Mm. And I was like, you know, I was like 17 or 16 at the time. I was like... Man, like I was laughing about that shit. I was like, "We'll we'll talk about it when it gets closer to happening." Like, we'd even graduate high school yet at this point, and you're thinking about like fucking after college and shit. Yeah, I was like, yeah. "Well, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it." Right, right. Fucking, you know, four years after college and shit, and dealing with like snow in New York, and I was going to school in upstate New York, like closer to Buffalo. I was going to school like in Brockport. Shout out to my college. And, you know, that last year, my senior year, we had snow up to, like, my fucking ribs. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know how tall I am, I'm, like, 5'10". Yeah. So, like, my ribs are good. I'm going to say, like, you know, my least, my lowest rib cage is going to be at least, like, 4'11". It was really four feet of snow. It was snow up to my, it was snow up to my, to my ribs. Couldn't leave my apartment. I still had to go to class. How'd you do that? I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> you tunneled, you tunneled through through snow. You got to do what you got to do to get your degree, man. That's crazy. What did you get a degree in? Sport management. Sports management. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, it's basically like management, but it's like sports orientated. So you take like your history sport classes. You take like sports business, so you can understand like what sport consumers appreciate and like and shit like that. So it's basically like business management with a focus on sports. So are you, so like, are you like, does that starting to be an agent? You can, you know, honestly, it covers like everything. You can right. be an agent. You can like own your own sporting goods store or something like that. Uh, you can, there's so many things you can use it for. Yeah. Which is kind of like why I did it. Cause I didn't really know and understand myself at that point in my right. life to like pick one thing. You, I just knew it was broad enough to yeah. where, you know, it, I'm like more than likely if it has something to do with sports, you know, I'm cool with it. So, so you just knew it was some, you had to go to school and you had to get a degree. I didn't have you, to go to school. No, but I mean like it was important. But I went to school. I wanted yeah. to play college football. Uh-huh. Like I tell people all the time, like I don't think if I, if I wasn't able to play college football, then I probably wouldn't have wanted to go to college as much as I did. Uh, okay. I really wanted to go to college to play college football because it was one of my goals yeah. in life. How'd that and go? Great. I, it was great. I played at Brockport, started uh, one year. Uh-huh. 
I played a lot, seen a lot of shit, you know, played in a lot of important games, won a championship my senior year. That's awesome. So what what positions did you play? Corner. Okay. Yeah, You're fast. So fast. Fast black could jump high. What? You know. Fast black guy <laughs> that can I'm jump. Shocked. Oh shit. <laughs> so you didn't play basketball because you're not tall enough. I didn't play basketball because I never, I never really played basketball. Mm. So I'm not. I am shocked by that one. I'm not. Yeah, I could. I'll, I'll be the first person to tell you I'm not the greatest basketball player. But yeah. ask my friends about me. They know the jumpers stay wet. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got to keep that sound effect in there too. That's what, I will. I will. The jumper I, stays wet. The jumper stays wet. Ask Bach about it. I don't know what that means, but I'm with it. Just, Just you know, you know Steph Curry. Yeah, he took a few tips from me. Oh, you know, I kind of, kind of gave him a Steph shooting. Steph Curry's kind of like demonically possessed. I think. I think we're gonna go back in time. If he's demonically possessed, and he's gonna, I'm the demon that he, possessed him because the the man cannot miss. He can, and it's like, why? How is this physically happening? How are you like on the halfway court in? I mean, just you, dunking them. When you learn from the best, I mean, you know. Oh, he learned from you. Yeah, of oh, that's course. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you come to the West Coast. Yeah. Where? Where did I land? Where did you land? Where? where? So I landed at JFK and moved to like Northridge. Like the first thing we did was like we picked up like so a So you rental. moved to LA? Yeah, just picked up, what? like mailed my stuff here. And at that point, what was... The, what was the goal? What was the idea? So when okay, I first, when we get to LA, we'll get jobs. We'll get. So when I first moved out here, uh, I kind of thought I was gonna have a job lined up. Mm-hmm. So um, doing what? I was gonna, supposed to be working at USC. So um, during my last semester of college, I had like an internship that we had to do as a part of like you know one of our requirements to graduate. Had mm-hmm. to you know knock that out, and then we graduate. So being that my girlfriend wanted to move to LA. I'm like, all right, well, why don't I get an internship out here? I'll be out here all summer. I can kind of, you know, get my foot in the door, find apartments, do all the whole search by myself. I'm out here on my internship. And then we'll just like, she can just come meet me after the internship. By then I would have like three months to scope out everything and just have an idea of everything before I move. So I talked to the guy from USD and, you know, he told me like, we ended up being on the phone for like a couple hours. I was like, he called me in the middle of class, left class. I was speaking to him in the hallway. He was like, you know, we had this conversation. He was like, you know, I like you so much and everything. You know, I feel bad to tell you this after, like, we've been on the phone for, like, two hours. But there's no internship. All my internship slots are, like, taken. But, you know, if you'd still be interested in coming out here, you know, I would like to. I would like for you to work with me. So, shit, I was like, fucking cash action in the bank. Let's go. Yeah, no doubt. I'm like, now nah, I definitely have a job out here. So, yeah. you know. It makes me feel a little more comfortable moving out here. So let's do it. So I told him I would be coming in July to like, you know, look at apartments and stuff. And we didn't have that much time to do it. We had like a few days to do it. Right. So came out here, met him and everything in person. We sat down, spoke and everything, you know, and he was like, all right, well, you know, is this what you want to do? And I'm like, hell yeah. And he was like, all right, so do it. So. I land. First what about thing I, what about what, what about like moms, pops, and sisters and brothers and like mom? Mom was kind of you know my mom is kind of one of those people where she wouldn't stop me from doing what I wanted to do. Obviously, she's a mom. even if she's it meant gonna, moving. Even, yeah, of course she's gonna have worries and stuff like that. But she knows that she end was of the cool. Day, she's she was like cool. she knows I'm gonna take care of yeah. myself, and she know she trusts and believes in my vision for yeah. whatever I want to do. So yeah. she was cool with it. Um. 
So everybody was cool with it pretty much. Pa- both parents and, and brothers. Well, my pops passed away in like 2007. Uh-huh. So he wasn't. Right. He was there to make decisions. <laughs> right. But I mean, everybody was like, you know, are you sure you want to do this? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah. And part of the reason was because one, I knew that like, obviously I had a great opportunity being at USC. So God forbid, you know, music doesn't work out. I'm like, mm-hmm. at least I'll have a job at a very pristine university. And yeah, you know, in your even, field. E- yeah. In my field too. And I was like, even though, you know, I wasn't really considering that as an option and I'm still not, I'm not considering any other option, but yeah. It was just like, you know, you should always kind of have a plan B, even if you don't want to use even it. Even if it's should, like in the back of your head. Yeah, you should yeah. still kind of have one. So I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm not going to turn down this opportunity. Yeah. And then I was like, it would give me, it would allow me to step out of my comfort zone. I knew like being in New York you and being away from my friends in New York for like four years when I was at school, I'm like, I can go home and just like, you know, fall back into like doing some shit that, you know wouldn't be productive put it like that mm-hmm. so i was like you know i can not only have a good opportunity i can put myself in a position to where you kind of have to you know struggle a little bit see what you're made of and i thought it would be like the best thing for my growth as a person even as an artist i thought that like i was like yo one day it's gonna be a great song talking about you know how i struggled out here yeah and you know the uh, people are scared of it's the struggle people everybody is everybody told yeah. me like i can't believe you did it like you're Dude. braver than me i hear that every day like i can't believe you actually did it and you're I mean, actually like it's a big it's a big move it's a big risk not knowing it's anyone. like three thousand miles away moving across the continent to la and being like all right fuck it let's but see the what weather's so much better so much so better much be- <laughs> so much better <laughs> okay but you're but you have a girlfriend yes how's that going everything's great do you still same girl. Same girl, six Holy years. Holy shit. Six years. Well, what's the game plan for that? You guys talk about it? Is she with it? Or? <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. You know. Okay, no no marriage talk, no nothing Of yet? course. Of oh, course. okay. Of course. I mean, well, what's she I've saying? been with her six years. We moved across the country together. I mean, yeah. you know, we've been living together for over a year now. So, I mean, you know, if anything was, I feel like if anything was to happen, you know, she kind of, you know, withstood the test of time. Yeah. She was there with you in the beginning, at, literally as you were growing up. Exactly. She took that big leap with you. You know she's going to be with you. And she she has a good head on her shoulders if she went to yeah, school. Yeah, exactly. So, and the other. so everything's all, I mean, everything's all good with that. I mean, yeah. as far as, you know, that goes, we're, we're doing really well. Good. I think, I think we're, we're getting a good sense of who Prince is. You know, and, and just, uh, hey, that's important. Uh, that's the goal here is to kind of get the artists to really <laughs> kind of divulge who they are outside of being an artist, because that's what makes you an artist. Of course, it's, it's the, of course. the struggles you go through, and and the and dude, at the end of the day, what I tell people is, uh, it's memories. The only thing that and no one can take away from you is your memories and your accomplishments. Like, no one can take away the struggle of flying and meeting and changing and getting of to know course. these people. Yeah, man. I mean, it's definitely been a journey the As last a man, like, two years. It makes you uh, more mature and it fulfills things that you couldn't possibly do. If you stayed at home, like they're saying, oh, oh you're so much more braver than me. We're like, yo, but yeah, but you feel <laughs> that much better about it. Yeah.
Never seen a nigga like this though Cool ass swag with a crisp flow Ray-Bans on with the 10 though With Roger that like 10 I got four tens in my vehicle Riding through with my niggas too Brown shit in my cup So I don't know what we finna do Hennessy in my system No ice, just a red cup Red hat with some red kicks We look like bloods, that's red enough My dream car is a black lamb Batman when I pull up Throw the deuce up, my roof's up Behind me that truck filled with suits up Bare arms, I got no sleeves No tats, my arms too clean Got a nice watch and some fresh kicks Materialistic, but fuck it I work hard, so I let it show Grind hard, the whole world should know Rhyme hard, the whole world should know C4 fly, cause I'm about to blow. Money on deck, like stacks by the pool Invest on the rhymes, not wasting on you You and the strippers, never will I tip her I got a bad bitch that'll strip for my niggas Strip for my niggas? Strip for my niggas Pour it up, posh and paint out for the bitch all about a dollar, I ain't talking about singles Stacking up tips, I ain't talking about Pringles Getting dope, getting bread Getting to the money at all costs I'm a big boss like Biggie Smalls You an imitation of me, Rick Ross I got dreams of driving some fly shit I dress nice, that's light shit I turn her on like a light switch And she like chicks, she on some dyke shit Everything is all gold My training niggas about to feel this shit My Houston niggas about to feel this shit P-Fly been trail flow too legit I'm bumping Ron C up in my V I'm sick, got purple in my ID I'm in every club with no ID Drinking liquor, so don't try me like that Let's go Let's go Let's go Let's go Let's go Let's go Let's go, 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 let's go
I got a segment that's gonna really get to know Prince. Oh shit! On a real deep personal basis. All right. It's someone like to call Twelve Rounds. Let's do it. So the way it works, I'm gonna ask you twelve questions. Absolutely. Each more difficult than the last. Okay. If you answer all twelve questions honestly, you're the champion. You walk away with the belt, the discount double check belt. I don't get the little as dependent <laughs> thing. I've seen that. You can't skimp out on me now. I seen the little. If I need you that. cannot answer the question, <laughs> oh, you just... or you will not answer the question, you will be knocked out. I'm the champion. Okay. And I get those red rubber bands around your wrist. These these are my strike out ALS. Bands. Are you willing to play twelve rounds, Prince? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Round number one. Bands on the table. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Bands on the table. Let's do this. <laughs> Round number one. <clears throat> What is your favorite part about your craft? My favorite part about my craft? My favorite part about my craft is that I love the effort and time of, you know, crafting something that is so true to myself that people get to listen to. And, you know, if you've never had a conversation with me, you can listen to my music and sort of understand me and understand some of the things I've been through. So the whole process of like writing a song and hearing it, you know, materialize, I guess, is the best part of the process for I me. I like that. Round number two, what is your least favorite part about your craft? All the fucking work you have to do to get to where you want to be at, man. <laughs> it's a lot That's of work. That's the easily the worst part, man. I'm, a lot of work and there's never it's guaranteed. So much, yeah, it's exactly. It's, it's so much shit you have to do yeah. and so many, it's so expensive, man. It's expensive to be an artist. It's an artist. expensive hobby. People don't sure. understand how expensive it is. I mean, how expensive it is to be an artist. Like people, like people always want like free shit. And I'm like, man, if you only knew how much it cost me to put this shit together for you, like if you knew how much money I spent to make this, then maybe you might even want to give like a dollar at least. But mm -hmm. people, I mean, not saying that I have problem getting money out of people for like my music and stuff like that, but. Mm -hmm. You know, that's uh, the worst part about and it. And the financial part is like the easiest part. The, the heart is the emotional and time and effort yeah. that you put into writing one song. Now, here's 12. Can I get it for free? Like, fuck. Exactly. Yo. But I mean, those that's that's the plight. That's the plight. Uh, number three, <clears throat> if you could collaborate with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? Man, if you know me, you know my answers to this question. I, I, I want to hear it. My man, Drizzy Drake, man. <laughs> he collaborated with Drake. <clears throat> I'm, I'm probably one of the biggest Drake fans on the planet. Really? Love Drake. I can see that. Love Drake. That's what's up. Because I'm light. Because I'm like not Because <laughs> you're dark. borderline. I'm borderline. You're borderline light-skinned. No, I, um, no I, just think he's, I just think he's a he's a genius. You think Drake's a genius? I think Drake is a genius. Well, what, what's, what makes you say that? Just, you got to... The way he, not even essentially just like the music, like the music is great, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But just the way he moves and maneuvers himself through the business, like from when he first started to like now, like he kind of wiggles his way into like getting certain things that, you know, most artists don't get. And he puts himself in a, he puts himself in really great positions all the time. And as much as I love the music, I respect him more. Or maybe not just him, the people around him, I would say. The people around him and the people who help him with his decision-making and stuff like that, they're really great people at what they do because they put him in really great positions to be... He wouldn't be who he was without, you know, the people the around him or... 
yeah. or himself or, or whoever comes up with i'm sure it's a collective but that whole collective i would say the collective of mm. drake's business mm. is like so drake as a business plan drake as yeah okay the way he 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 maneuvers himself so craft yeah and i'm not gonna jump on a bandwagon and say like oh drake i drake has bars does drake can spit drake is an artist i mean he's such an artist that his his diss track is a track that just gets constant play on the radio and he's smart enough to know i'll catch us go all grimy i have to i'm gonna make a track that's gonna get so much play that it's gonna make me the winner automatically but is it's shit like that that makes me that's what i'm saying you know like him yeah, further sh- than I'll, deeper I'll than music, Drake, man. So. I'm all for it. That's so up. that's that's yeah. That's okay. my answer to that question. Round number four. <clears throat> what are you most proud of? I'm most proud of making it from where I'm from. Mm. <laughs> Being saying that I was able to live in East New York and go through the things I've been through, and you know, make it out without too many scars, and even being able to make it out. Period. Mm-hmm. It's kind of. Like I went to the worst, one of the worst high schools in New York City, Thomas yeah. Jefferson. Uh-huh. They had like there was some article. I don't know if it's true or not, but it was like it has the highest like SED count in the world, oh, or shit. in New York City as far as schools go. Yeah. And you know, when I was going to school there, I've seen like I know people that went there that like died. I know people that I seen this dude get his earrings ripped out of his ear on the corner, like shit like that. Yeah. And then just between that and like growing up in my neighborhood, because my neighborhood was also the same neighborhood I went to school in. Yeah. So just like, you know, being able to make it out of there to live out here and, you know, be as successful as I've been, that's kind of. I'm with that. Yeah. I like that. Round number five, what are you least proud of? I'm the least proud of some of the shit I've done before I kind of grew up. Mm-hmm. And understood, you know, yeah, the consequences of some of the things I did in the past. Yeah, no, not to get any specific. I wasn't going to, <laughs> but uh, but it'll okay. be on the, it'll be on an album. But it's good that you recognize that there are things that you did that you're more mature now. You're you've outgrown those. You may have better decision making. It'll I'm, be it'll be on it'll be on rain, and it'll be on. There's some stories from my debut, oh, like mainstream gotta check it album. Out. Check it out. Check it out. Right I'm gonna number, play it for. I'm gonna play it for you before. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And then obviously, of course, we'll play two tracks. Okay. On the episode, so people cool. get to get to hear it. I'll give you the sneak peek. Cool. Round number six. What is your biggest fear? My biggest fear is being stagnant or moving in circles. I tell everybody that. That's my biggest fear. Between that and like losing my mom. Hmm. Yeah. But moving in circles, I would say, is like the Person, most relevant yeah. one. I hate being stagnant, moving in circles. Like when I feel like I'm in the same place in my life or I'm going in circles, like at one point in time, I felt like, you know, I wasn't getting anywhere with my music and it like bothered the shit out of me. And I was like, mm-hmm. some, I got to do something different. So like that's probably my biggest fear is being in the same place I was yeah, or being in the same place. I hear you. Round number seven. Who would you take a bullet for? Man, there's a few people. <clears throat> I would take a bullet for my mom, mm-hmm. my girlfriend, mm-hmm. my twin brother. You have a twin brother? I have a twin brother. You failed to mention that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it wasn't relevant to this point. <laughs> okay. My twin brother, yeah. uh, any of my boys from back home. My how, boy, how twin? Identical. Like, like, like he looks just like you. I mean, he's a little bit bigger now. But oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Our face looks the same. 
<laughs> was it moment in time where you could not tell each other apart? Yeah. Yeah, really. I mean, was there a moment in time I couldn't tell myself from my Yeah, brother? you're like, wait, is that me? No. no yes, but I was know. there a time where other people couldn't tell the difference? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you pull any kind of twin I think shit? I'll show you a picture. Oh, it's good. Yeah, that could be a picture of you, though. How would I know? It's both of us in the picture. Oh, it does look, yeah. yeah dude, yeah, it looks just like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool oh man i would i would pull all kinds of twin shit man we used to we used to back in the day yeah no doubt back in the day <laughs> round number oh no you would take a bullet for your mom's your stepbrother my mom's my twin brother yeah. my girlfriend stepbrother your twin brother um any of my boys from back home my yeah. boy peter vernon marcus mm-hmm. jerome ola mo mm-hmm. oh man i don't want to forget anybody my boy chase my boy ham hd mm. Uh, there's probably a few more, but like those are my core people, and obviously like my sisters and stuff like that. Okay. Round number eight. <clears throat> Who would you let that bullet hit? I'm not saying Prince shoot someone. That's not what I'm saying. There's like a maniac comes bursting through that door. He shoots, and you just you know you just wouldn't uh-huh. jump in front of dude for he'd just be like uh, you know. bow wow. <laughs> you would let that bullet hit bow wow. Absolutely. What's wrong? What do you got? What's your beef for little Bow Wow? I don't fuck with Bow Wow. You don't so fuck with Bow Wow. I think I think he's a corny nigga, <laughs> number one, and I don't fuck with him. But there's a lot of corny niggas. This, this, deep. this, this like, beef is deep. I ain't fuck with oh, Bow Wow since it's some like serious shit. since like fifth grade. I met him once. Oh, okay, it's personal. And shit. I don't like I don't like the way <laughs> that interaction happened. How'd it go? I don't know, man. I, was I gotta just, hear the. Gotta you know, hear the it was. I was obviously. I was like in fifth grade or something like that, or fifth or sixth grade or something like that. He was at a park by my middle school. Was he Bow Wow then? Yeah, yeah, right? he was, yeah, he was Bow Wow then. He was like teenage. But you guys are like kind of the same age, you know? Is he a little older than you? Yeah, he's he's a few years older. Than okay, me. okay, okay. But the whole interaction kind of didn't go the way you was think he it would. Superstar. He was yeah, he was acting a little Hollywood, and you know, he kind of tried to like you know, kind of shit on me a little bit. Oh, <laughs> he's clowning your shoes. I know he didn't cl- <laughs> he didn't clown me or anything like that. But I just went to say like, yo, what up? Like you know, yeah, just like you know, what's up? Trying yeah. to get a picture. You know, I was yeah. like sixth grade, yeah. bow wow. He was kind of hot at the point at yeah. the time, whatever. Yeah. And he just like disrespected. I felt like he disrespected me crazy. Ooh, and I kind of still take it personal to this I day. I gotta know what he and said. And when I blow up, we're gonna have a celebrity <laughs> boxing match. It's gonna be me and bow wow. You gotta do a diss track on bow wow. I'm not gonna do a diss track on bow wow. No. Nah, Bow Wow is kind of irrelevant to rap. No. So me mentioning him in a rap wouldn't do me any justice. No doubt. But if I ever was to like, you know, see him, I would probably bring that moment up. Serious? It's that serious. It was serious because of it was other factors that took place too that made me not like think wow. it was like a good I've idea. I've never met anyone who disliked Bow Wow as much as you do. Man, fuck Bow Wow. <laughs> Round number nine. I think this is the first time I'm on record saying that. Okay. Except for in front of all my boys. That's the name of the it's gonna be it's gonna be uh Yo to keep it real with you, my boys are gonna listen to this and they're gonna be like, wow, I can't believe you said that shit. But <laughs> well, I said that shit. Fuck Bow Wow. Fuck Bow Wow. I'm with you. Uh and that explains the forehead tattoo you have that says fuck Bow Wow. You wish. <laughs> Round number nine. Nine <clears throat> Are we on nine already? I don't know. I think I think I'm close to getting my my cassette. You're, you're, you're necklace, pretty much, you're my cassette pendant. Round number eight was who would you take a bullet for? Round number nine, uh, who, who would, would I j- let the bullet hit? So it's round number ten. No, no. Number eight is who would you let the bullet hit? Okay. Round number nine. Okay. Who would you never work with for round number nine? Like ever work with? 
Bow Wow? <laughs> I mean, that's an easy answer. Right, so right. Okay, give me I'm not going to give you that because I gave him yeah, another sure. one. Who would yeah. I never work with as a, like an artist or a... Ever in any capacity whatsoever work with? Man, I kind of want to say this person, but I really don't want to give them no shine. Uh-huh. But I'm going to just say that it was a promoter from out here in the OC. Uh-huh. I will never, ever, ever work with him again. Well, there's like two promoters out here. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you probably know, and I'm sure if you wanted to narrow it down, you could, but I would never because it was just shisty ass business. Um, full details of you know the parameters of the show wasn't properly explained, and you know, I went there under the assumption it was gonna be one thing, and it was like a completely different thing, and then on top of like all the other fucking bullshit that happened at the show, it was just fucking terrible. It was just bad. It was a bad experience. It was really bad business. You'll never work with that dude ever again. Never. Okay. Round number 10. <clears throat> Doing pretty good. Thank you. But I got you. I try to be honest. I got you. Round it's number 10. Thing. Do you believe in God? Do I believe in God? Absolutely. I say I believe in, I believe in God. I believe that there is a God, but I'm not overly religious. In any sense of the word, but I do believe there's a God. You do believe that, absolutely. And is this a being, like an actual being that's you know maneuvering, or is it like a like a like a like the universe? Like, do you believe in the actual existence of like a God? I be- I believe, yeah, I would, yeah, I do. I believe there's a there there has to be something to explain how everything came to be how you know there has to be some type of explanation for it until there's something else to explain it then maybe i won't but yeah as long as there's no reason to explain it and as long as you know there's something keeping everything going then i believe that there's somebody doing that and the only person that could be known or is known to have be responsible for this Mm. it would be a god or god so yeah, kind of with it. I'm with it. Round eleven. Oh, there we go. Round yeah. eleven. I think I get to keep my bands. <laughs> what is your biggest insecurity? What are you most insecure about? Damn, that's a really good one. I know. Am I what? Am I most insecure about? Yeah. Man, my fucking hair. That's it. What's wrong with your hair? My hair. Man, when my hair grows, it fucking looks fucking crazy. <laughs> like, especially on the sides. Yeah. Like, for some reason, like, all right, my mom has great hair. My dad had really great hair. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's something that maybe I did as a kid that I wear. I didn't take care of my hair as good as I should have or some shit like that. But What's wrong with like, your hair? Just... I mean, you can't tell now. Yeah. And, like, part of the reason why I get a specific haircut is because it makes my hair look good and i and honestly i've been using this new uh macadamia oil that um my girlfriend's dad put me on to <laughs> and it's some good shit you know that okay. shit that shit has my hair looking kind of crazy but i mean now my hair looks good w- what is the fascination with waves waves i don't know the fascination with waves i don't i've never gave a fuck about waves i've okay. never had because I mean, i've had waves before but i never really gave a fuck about you, them because uh the black man aims for waves right like you want waves in i your mean head. if you're a black man and you have short hair or not short, but moderately low yeah, hair. Yeah, it's kind of thing. I think you know it just looks cool. I don't, but me, I don't. I don't need. Waves. When I'm in charge, all black men will have afros. <laughs> I'm laying it on now, so get ready for that. Well, 
that's not gonna be me because my hair my hair doesn't go past a certain it's, length. It's gonna be a law, dude. So my hair doesn't I, go I past a certain length. So once my once my hair gets to a certain length, Prince, I don't know what to tell you, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna have to move somewhere that <laughs> where you're not in control. Because when I'm my in charge, past a certain length, so you you will all have afros. Thanks. Just so we can like tell you in the crowds, so we can just like see afros. So you can be like, oh, niggers. <laughs> it's like <laughs> hair is niggers, and you can tell the difference. Shh, shh, shh. They're coming. They're coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think that's the coolest fucking look for a black afro? guy. Is the afro, nah, man. dude, that is that's sick, nah, bro. Man. And then if you can like get like the chops with it, that's an, oh, that's another thing. I can't go cyberned either. God. That's 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 like so it has so all my insecurities have to do with hair and it's like <laughs> the side of my head like where the hair grows on the sides yeah. and my sideburns right and I'm very envious of my best friend Peter who has the most amazing sideburns ever like they're like fucking surgically fucking Th- but doesn't Baca look much better with no beard remember when he had the beard. Yeah. He looked like a hot mess. And then he shaved it. And I'm like, oh, dude, you look so much better. And he goes, dude, why is everybody telling me that? But why think, didn't you tell me I look bad with but the beard? Baca think he's pretty anyway. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. That's a whole other story. All right, but. well, get ready for the after. That's all I'm saying. All right, cool. Round 12. Prince, last and final round. Thank you for coming out of Orange County. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. You're more than welcome back whenever you like. Thank you. Whenever you're dropping something new or you want to just you want to co-host. You want to? I would love the co-host. Cool. I would. Oh, uh, you can, maybe you can co-host the next What's guest. Up? Can I do that? Uh, <laughs> all right. You it, put it out there. I have to do it now. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was not intentional. I don't want you to think that I'm having like a black guy day. Okay. Or a black guy night. Okay. <laughs> black night night. But <laughs> a black night night. Oh my fucking uh, god. He, oh, but this is interesting. Super interesting artist. He's, a, he's like a 19 year old black kid. I think you told me this story. But he only sings Mexican country songs. That's fucking crazy. It's crazy. I actually want to hear one of these songs. They're actually not bad. I want to hear it. They're I mean, original. They're I... originals, right? They're originals? Yeah. They're not? They're all covers? Uh, most of them. Like, the ones got famous covers. Oh, okay. But he sings like narco corridos. Narco corridos are like the most dangerous uh, music you can get into because... Um, in Mexican culture, right, narcos are the 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 drugs, like the show. right? They're, they're, the Mexican narco families love this music, so they'll pay like famous, legitimate artists to come play for them. And some of them have died. There's a lot of sh- like it's a real dangerous That's music business to get That's into. Really crazy. And here's like a 19 year old kid whose name is like Aaron something. And he's totally doing it. He's on TV. He's like millions of followers, like all this stuff. And so I wanted to know Shout out to him, what man. it was about. Shout out so you're more than welcome to sit in. If the seats are available, I think he's bringing in his manager, though. So we'll see how it pans out. But stay. Stay. We'll I figure it out. Okay. I have to ask some time to kill anyway. Cool. R- last and final round, 12. Number 12. Let's Number do 12. It. Prince. <clears throat> Why? Cause I'm the fucking, I'm the best, man. Fuck what everybody else say. I'm the fucking best. That's why. I like it. Drop the mic. <laughs> mic drop. Prince, everybody, in. you are the champion, baby. Hey, I need my, I need my pendant. I'm I will like, get you a pendant. I'll get you a pendant. I need that. And I'm like, I'm gonna hang it up on my wall. And then when I blow up, I'm like, yep, I fucking won that. That's right. Right, we'll get you a pendant. So, Prince, you're the champion. Thank you, You're the sir. Man, dude. The, I'm gonna put my wristbands back on now. 
<laughs> they're free. They're yours now. They're mine. Uh, I I just want to know where people uh the mentality that goes to people say when I ask them why. A lot of them are like, oh, why, why? But it's like, oh, some answer is like fathers. Why? Because I got kids. Why? Some answer is husbands, as boys. Some answer is MCs. It's the what? It's the first thing that you yeah, go through, just, and you answer as an artist or as a be, man. You're like, because I'm the fucking I gotta best. I got to be the best. I work the fucking hardest. I know I put more time into this shit than you know anybody I know. Yeah, and I fucking work hard. And when I do my shows, like you know, it's evident. It's evident. You yeah. you go to my show, and I get off stage, and it's evident that you know. I belong here and I belong to do this. If you're in this business and you don't think you're the best, you have no business in this business. Facts. Fact. Brooklyn. <laughs> Anaheim. Uh, <laughs> thank you for coming out. You're more than welcome back whenever you like. Thanks for having me, bro. Uh, so for my cousin Ivan that Ubered over here, uh, I don't know if that's true. We got we to gotta talk about that. From uh, Victorville, California. Shout out to him. I don't I think, even know what that is. That sounds far. Yeah, it's, so, it's far as fuck, dude. <laughs> This was far as That's fuck. That's why he walked in like, dude, how the fuck did you take This was far as fuck for me. It took me no, like two hours No, it's like twice here. as far for him. But he, yeah, shout out to you, man. On the other side. So like the desert side. Not the city. You know, like the other side. Of. God damn. Yeah. Shout out to Addicted to the Good Life coming out. You guys will come back whenever you want. Shout out to the Intern X for putting shout it down. Shout out to X for the beers, too. Shout out for the beers. Oh, he ended up buying them? Yeah. Okay, shout out to that. Uh, shout out to King's Graphics, 1020 North Batavia Street. Come through. Uh, as an artist, I know the struggle. Come through, and I will take care of you. I give you my word. We're about to talk about this like as soon as this mic cuts off. Uh, let's do it. All right, because cool. we'll make it. We can literally make it happen back in like two seconds. So let's do it. Come out, uh, 1020 North Batavia Street. I will take care of you guys. Can I get some shout outs? Sure, man. This is my favorite part of like everything. <laughs> everything. Shout out to you. Oh, thank shout you. Shout out to my mom. Yep. Shout out to my girl, yep. Essence. Shout out to her mom. Shout out to her dad. Shout out to my mom. Mm. Rest in peace to my dad. Mm. Shout out to my brother, Peter, mm. Marcus, Vernon. Uh, I'm about to go through my whole text message and shout out every, everybody who I sent a text to in the last like. Everybody said everybody who's in my text message is about to get a shout You're out. You're digging through your phone right now. So shout out to Justin, hey, Essence, Aaron, Baca, Andy, George, my mechanic. DJ B Rad, my DJ. Oh fuck. Uh, shout out to my homegirl Amber. Shout out my nigga Hassan, BKNY Black. Shout out my homegirl Missy. Shout you out my like nigga three John Samity. Shout out Pick to my one. mom. Shout out to HD. Sir Your Flywalker. Ashley. Shout out Matt Grams. <laughs> shout out DJ Nympho. Shout out Nympho. Shout out. Give me two more. Shout out DJ B Original. Uh-huh. And shout out DJ Pudge. Shout out to Pudge. I got to have Pudge on the show. I love Pudge's music. Boom. Pudge owe me a track, man. Pudge is a beast, bro. Uh, shout out to you for coming all the way down here. Thanks for having uh, me. Shout out to uh, Mighty Zulu Kings. Shout out to Real Hip Hop Everywhere. This is Concept 714 asking you, demanding that you help us wake the flock up. Rain, February 26th. Peace. Yeah. <laughs>